Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Russia continues to fire missiles at Ukraine while also claiming arrest for the Crimean bridge bombing that. Ukraine clearly carried out. But as Vladimir Putin plows ahead with his war, the question is, is it the facade of the military power beginning to crumble? Is the inner circle beginning to crack? Many are questioning whether this is the beginning of the end of Vladimir Putin in charge, or will he use it to consolidate power? And this will just be the end of the beginning. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day. Think again. Very pleased to have joining us on the program today, Jamie Detmer, who's the opinion editor for Politico Europe. And uh, Jamie, you have a, just a very compelling piece, great insight beyond just the headlines, uh, talking about Vladimir Putin, what's the end game. And in particular, we've been noticing of late uh, some of the inner circle infighting uh, that's now not so inner circle, some of that spilling out uh, into the public. Uh, give us a, a broad brush first in terms of what is the lay of the land uh, particularly as you look at the Kremlin uh, and those in and around Vladimir Putin? Well, it, it's unusual to have direct criticism by some members of the Kremlin uh, insiders against others. We've seen this uh, in recent weeks, the Chechen leader, Ramzan Kadyrov and uh, Evgeny uh, uh, Prigozhin have been attacking the uh, military, particularly men they dubbed the peacetime generals and the Ministry of Defense. This is actually very unusual. I've been covering uh, on and off Russia and Putin's Kremlin for about 20 years since he was first elected. And you often get rivalries within the inner circle and you get leaks to newspapers. But generally, you've not seen before um, some Kremlin insider attacking others in such a direct and open way. So this would suggest there is some turmoil there and that there is some jockeying and maneuvering with an eye to what happens later on, possibly post-Putin. Uh, so as you, yeah. as, as you talk about uh, that jockeying internally, uh, just break that down for us a little bit, as uh, especially as we look at the poor performance of the Russian military in Ukraine. Uh, obviously, that puts a strain on Vladimir Putin. But what what are the factions looking like? How, how are those uh, internal allies and alliances shaping up? Well, some Russian exiles like Mikhail Hordyovsky believe that there are two broad alliances that are beginning to form, a war party under the Chechen leader, Kadarov, and then surprisingly, maybe to some of your listeners, the intelligence agencies and the Ministry of Defense forming the basis of another alliance. Mm. Uh, there have been past rivalries between Kadarov and, and the Ministry of Defense. Uh, we've seen that a little bit before, hints of it before, uh, but these are the two broad alliances people think are forming with other leaders, other Kremlin insiders being either very absent and very quiet, unusually so. One significant player is uh, Viktor Zolotov, who is the head of the National Guard, who's close to both the Chechen leader and Vladimir Putin, who he used to work with in St. Petersburg in the 1990s. Then you've got some other players who are running around being very outspoken, but not really forming alliances with one or other of these broad groups. I mean, for example, the former president and former prime minister Medvedev is 
tact right is making these blood-curdling denunciations of NATO. You've even got some very bland functionaries in the Kremlin, like the current deputy chief of staff, Sergei Kerienko, who's suddenly taken to wearing khaki and is marching around uh, Ukraine's Donbass, also making big warlike uh, claims and, and threats. But yes, there seem to be two major alliances beginning to form, the Chechen leader and the war party on one side and the army defense ministry and some of the intelligence units on the other side. Uh, one of the things that really struck me in your Politico piece uh, was this whole area of careful who you criticize. Uh, often that we haven't mm-hmm. had that kind of criticism. It is happening a little bit, but it's still a little bit of skating on thin ice to, to go out on that. Yeah, it was very interesting. The reaction uh, by the Kremlin spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, has been curious on some of the accusations and claims and, and denunciations and the urging of more extreme measures, including the use of low-yield nuclear weapons by the Chechen leader. Peskov told reporters in Moscow that, you know, the heads of regional governments are allowed to criticize and have their views. Although last month he did say that criticism had to be, you know, had to be careful and it was a very, very fine line. So there's ambiguity there. There's some thought by some analysts and some of my own Western intelligence sources that some of these attacks by Kadarov are quite useful for, for Putin because it's almost like indicating to the West, you know, you may not like me, but Russia led by someone like Gadarov would be even worse. So there may be some subtext going on there as well. The critics of the Ministry of Defense have been very, very careful not to directly criticize Putin himself. And so that also may help Putin internally in terms of Russian domestic politics by really deflecting the anger very much onto the Ministry of Defense. Oh, that's fascinating. And uh, uh, I, I do think it's interesting that you point out that idea of, you know, the, the devil you know versus the devil you don't uh, might be part of that whole play. Dig into us just for a little bit in terms of where this actually puts Vladimir Putin in terms of his hold on power. Some people say it's, you know, it's wishful thinking to think that uh, it's the beginning of the end of Vladimir Putin. Uh, how do you see that? What are you watching when it comes to Vladimir Putin? I mean, ironically, about six to eight months ago, uh, I was rather skeptical that this was the end, the beginning of the end for Putin. I was working then as the global affairs correspondent of Voice of America before joining Politico. Uh, I didn't feel that this would lead to uh, Putin's political demise. But the scale of the defeats and the humiliations uh, in, in Ukraine are pretty startling. The partial mobilization that he ordered is hugely unpopular, and he's seeing a backlash to that inside Russia, particularly in some of the remote areas uh, where they're trying to recruit or press gang a lot of former soldiers and draftees. So, I mean, I do think that there are signs of turmoil. I do think that we could be seeing uh, the beginning of the end of Putin. Uh, A lot of the Russian exiles sense that as well. The dispute seems to be how this happens and exactly when this happens and who replaces him. But we are living in very uncharted waters here. I've never quite seen this kind of turmoil coming out of Moscow before. So I think it's worth watching. Yeah. Anything else that you're watching kind of beyond the headlines that we ought to be thinking about as this uh, continues to play out? Uh, I think some problems in the territories and smaller nations within Russia. There are about 85 smaller they're not really countries, they're part of the empire. 
they have their own distinct governments uh, very often. We're seeing some, some sense there that people are very unhappy. There was an extraordinary video I saw coming out of Dagestan where there was very direct criticism of Putin by a local leader. I've not seen that before either. So I think in some of these more ethnic areas, in the 85 other territories and nations which are part of the uh, Russian Federation, I think we may see more turmoil, more protests there. Uh, great insight. Uh, again, on Politico, you can check that out. Putin's endgame, Kremlin infighting spills into the open. Great piece. Jamie Detmer the opinion editor for Politico Europe. Jamie, thanks so much for joining us today. Pleasure. Thanks for having me on. So again, lots to think about there. Great piece from Jamie Detmer uh, talking about what is happening inside the Kremlin. There are definitely cracks and factions that are forming more loudly than they have in the past. The question is, will Vladimir Putin still continue to be an inner circle of one?